say this as straight as I possibly can. I am begging you, if you're a parent and you've got kids there, that this subject is just too upsetting for your young children. Please get them out of the room or change the station. We urge you to exercise parental discretion. Hey, Uncle, how much you give me for this radio, huh? Now, this hot little old radio, man, is worth plenty of rubles, man. It's got, it's got lots of juice. You got uh, shortwave, police call, boats. Late at night, man, you get, you get out of space. Come on, come on, Uncle, just make me an offer. Now, this is a $100 radio, man. It's got a clear tone, boy, that's as clear as a mother's old bell. Let me see. Come on, baby. Show the man your power, baby. Blast him! Give him some of that tone! Oh, man. You radio, you mother. Hey, Jim, what about TV? You like TV? What? A uh, new thing, Jim. The television. Oh, pictures. Yeah. No, no pictures. Why not? Everything these days is pictures. Pictures and a lot of noise. Nobody even knows how to talk. Ah, uh, just grunted each other. Babies that were sacrificed for Satan. I will probably have nightmares tonight about it. From the nightmares to the running around the room when they disclose, to the latching on, to the crying and saying, Mommy, 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 don't go out, because if you go out, they're going to kill you. Threats, intimidation, fear. If you're going to stay cool, you got to wail. You got to put something down. You got to make some jive. Don't you know what I'm talking about? Well, that's all I'm saying. You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. Rejection of parental values. Unusual interest in books on Satanism, black magic, or witchcraft. Obsession with rock music groups using satanic symbols or references. Rejection of friends. Preference for being alone. Meditation. Chanting. Use of new vocabulary. Is it? the force of evil? Does it disrupt? Is it a force for everything negative? There's two kind of laws, honey. One for the rich and one for the poor. He sees all and knows all. He's wise. He's kind. He is fair. He loves truth and goodness. Listen, you screwheads. Here's a man who would not take it anymore. A man who stood up against the scum, the dogs, the filth. Here is someone who stood up. Hey, buddy. This is the state of New Jersey, and I don't care who you are. Wow. It's been so long since I've been here in this seat. It all feels so new to me. This is Chris T. on WFMU Upsala College East Orange. The program is called Aerial View, and I hope you have a lot to talk about tonight because... I haven't sat in this seat for, what, three weeks now? Something like that. Oh, look, our first phone call. I wonder what it could be about. Hello, welcome to the air. Well, welcome back, Chris. This is uh, Elvis. Uh, how are you today? I'm fine. How are you? Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I think I want to sing you a song later. Uh, but I want to know, you buy my stamps there? Uh, no, I, I, I totally <laughs> forgot. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to go have some sauerkraut. Uh, yeah. Thanks for calling. Okay, so the show is off on a, on the wrong foot. I'm sorry about that. I apologize. I can't tell who's calling before they call. We don't have any kind of call screening here, and there's no way for me to know that on the phone is someone doing a really bad Elvis impersonation. 
life is like that. It throws these little curves at you. You never know what's coming next. For instance, I don't know who this is. Hello, welcome to the air. Yeah, um, I'm not going to impersonate Elvis, but I want to mention something about the post office today. Uh, there was some guy with a machine gun who was an ex-employee. Um, no, 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 that was last year. Um, today uh, in my hometown here, I went to get the Elvis stamps, you know, what the heck. And there was some guy dressed like Elvis in this white and white jumpsuit that had gold sequins all over it. I'm and okay. They had an Elvis I'm okay. Oh, God, say And I thought, man. I'd uh, say you. Oh, what do you really it's an unholy alliance, if you ask me. Elvis and the post office, and I don't know what's coming next. It makes me think that uh, the post office has finally found a way to make money, probably. Well, who do you um, think would be good to have on a post stamp, then? Um, Chuck Berry, maybe? Yeah, I was thinking someone like that or uh, some, you know, political figures, you know, recent political figures, like someone like Stokely Carmichael and um, George Wallace. Well, it will happen in our lifetime. You just sit still. I shall. Thanks for calling. Ta-ta. You know, I haven't even given out the phone number yet. People are so eager to talk, and it's 201-678-7743. Hello, welcome to the air. Hey, welcome back. Thanks. When's your next vacation? When's my next vacation? Uh, I don't know. Probably not for a year. Oh, you can't, Are you going to play any records? You can't wait for me to take another vacation? Are you, are you going to play any records tonight? Uh, no, but I will be playing records next week when I fill in for Bronwyn. Oh, okay. Can I make some requests? Sure. Could we, like, are you the guy that plays the Sinatra records all the time? No, no, no. That's Glenn Jones. Oh, what time is he on? He's on Sundays from noon to 3. Oh, I'm working Sundays. That's why I don't hear him anymore. Could I make a request now? Maybe you could, like, Friday afternoons like I used to. Sure. You know what? You know what I'll do? I'll pass it on to him. No, I'm not. I can't listen on Sundays because I'm working, but Friday I... Well, you'll have the pleasure of knowing your request is being played anyway. Can you, like, maybe play some Sinatra, like, next, like, Friday, maybe, if you're on earlier? How about if I sing some Sinatra for you? Oh, okay. What makes that silly old ant think he can move that rubber tree plant? Anyone knows an ant can't move a rubber tree plant, but he's got high hopes. He's got high hopes. He's got... High apple pie in the sky, hopes. And anytime you're feeling low, instead of letting go, just remember that ant. And whoops, there goes another rubber tree plant. I thought you were going to join in with me. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked that you know all the words to this song. This is like... You know why? I wrote it. No. Yes, back in 19, 1952, I wrote that song. You're too young. Well, I, I sang some Sinatra for you, and that's more than other people will get out of me. That's wonderful. I really, I really appreciate that. Thanks. Thanks for calling. Hello, welcome to the air. Hello? Yes. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I, yeah, uh, what? I, uh, wanted to, uh, know, yesterday I was listening to a show, and, uh, they were talking about two slide guitarists, uh, women who were playing in Manhattan. I was just wondering whether you had like a build-up of uh, performers in Manhattan tonight. They were playing on, I think, West 8th. Well, considering that this hour's long show is Aerial View and it's a talk show, we could talk about slide guitarists, but I wouldn't know where they're playing. You wouldn't? Okay, well, if you'd no. like to talk about no. slide guitarists, uh, Let me fine. see, let me see. Hang on a minute. The, uh, the calendar of culture is here. The, uh, 
the arbitrary guide to popular culture. Okay, I'm sorry, the calendar of culture is a trademark Bronwyn term, and I've used it, and I probably owe her a fee of some kind. Let's see. Music, music, music. Uh, oh, jeez. Well, let's just run down the list here, huh? Okay, sounds good. It's not Frida Payne, is it? Didn't she do Band of Gold? Frida Payne? No. No? Okay, uh, let's see. Uh... <laughs> no, 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 that's not it. Nope, 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 I couldn't tell you. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the air. Hi. Hi. How are you? Nubiles. Yeah. Okay, how are you? I know. It's, uh, it, it's always, I always know when you go, you girls call. Wait, who is this? This is Chris T. Okay. Making sure. Didn't you miss me? We missed you so much, we haven't talked to you in such a long time. I know. I was in New Orleans. New Orleans. No, say it with me, New Orleans. New Orleans. Okay, the Big Easy, the Christen City. city. The city where the good times stay. Really? See, hold yeah. on, my friend wants to say hi. Who? Hi, how are you? This is the other Nubile. Hi, Nubile, how are you? Hi, good. So have you been? We haven't talked to you in a while. This is not uh, like calling my house or something. This is a talk show, and you're supposed to say interesting, All right, well, scintillating things. Talk about the first time. Talk about the first time you did anything. First time you threw up, let's say. The first time I threw up. Actually, the first time I threw up was exactly a year ago. But no, you probably threw up as a child, but you just don't no, remember I it. I didn't. I asked my mother. I never threw up as a child, at all. Okay. <laughs> Never, ever, ever. But I threw up because I got seasick because I went scuba diving one day and, yeah, no. Well, actually, the second time I threw up, I was drunk, but that wasn't natural causes. <laughs> okay, so you were scuba diving and you got drunk and what happened? No, 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 no. I went scuba diving and that's the first time I threw up. The second time I threw up, I was drunk. Oh, hi, Mom. That's no, good. Anyway. Hey, put your mother on. <laughs> what? Put your mother on the phone. My mother's downstairs. Put her on the phone. Okay, here's my mother. Hello. Hello. Hi. This is not your mother. I know, it's Emily. <laughs> anyway, New Biles, what's, what's new, New Biles? What's new? Um, let's see what's new. Nothing, really. <laughs> Why? Uh, it's three weeks and you've got nothing to say? <clears throat> Anything? I got into a car accident. You got into a car accident. Yeah. Oh, it's very sad. Thanks. <laughs> you know what I want to talk about tonight? What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about New Jersey. New Jersey We've never sucks. talked about New Jersey. What did you say about New Jersey? It, New Jersey sucks. Why did you say that? Because I hate it. Well, you live here. I, I only lived here two years. Where did you live previously? In California. And like, that doesn't suck. No, it doesn't. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. I can't listen to people talk about my home state that way. Hello, welcome to the air. Hi, Chris. It's Mike from Hoboken. Welcome Hi. back. Hi. Thanks for welcoming me. Hey, listen, me uh, Chris... Uh, what is the topic tonight, New Jersey? Well, I had a lot of ideas. Some things I want to talk about included Amy Fisher, because I realized I never discussed her on this program. But, you know, I have this, um, I have this, hello, Mike, yeah. you still there? Call waiting, probably. No, I don't have that. Okay. I, I have, what I have is an exclusive, something Current Affair didn't get their hands on or anything. But I have a tape, I have a tape of Amy Fisher speaking to somebody, uh, a media person, um, and I think you'd find it very interesting. Are you sure it's not one of the Nubile girls? No, it's not one of the Nubile girls. Because, but Chris, as a avid listener, they bring the show down. I don't me, know why you have them on. I think you're interested in young girls like me. Well, I'll, I'll tell you something. I can't deny people access to these airwaves. I don't care if they are Nubiles. But it's your show, Chris. It's my show, but it's here for you. Hey, Mike. Chris, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Say it like that. Happy 
Happy New Year. Thank you, Mike. But, Mike, it's a tape that I got through a friend of a friend because, I, you know, I grew up on Long Island, and I have a lot of friends out there still. And one of these friends of a friend knew Amy Fisher. Bring it up, yes, and this is on the level. This is on the level. No, this is on the level. Are you going to sell it to Current Affairs? No, no, no. I'm going to play it myself here. Why? On this program. Just, you know, because it's it's... It's an exclusive. Yeah, it's gold. You could probably sell for maybe thirty, forty thousand. Mm, I don't know about that. I'll I mean, Chris, I think so. Well, listen, I feel sorry for Amy Fisher. I think she's been exploited enough, and I don't want to sell this to anybody. I want to exploit her myself directly with no middleman. I hear you. So, so that's either going to happen later on in this program, or maybe I'll save it for next week and give it a real big build-up. So, uh, save it for a, a month, Chris. This is going to be going for the next two months. Really? Yes, I have uh, a feeling that Amy is going to be pregnant with Joey's uh, daughter. Love child. Yes, okay. and uh, uh, then after that, uh, he'll, uh, he'll get divorced from his wife, or she'll divorce him. Uh-huh. You know, it's going to be probably a, a full-time soap opera next year. It, w it very well may be, and I, I would like nothing more than to keep track of that and to give you Amy updates whenever possible. Well, what's the topic tonight? New Jersey what? Soccer? Well, I, I, you know, the call started coming in, and I didn't even get a chance to get started, but I was saying, let me get this call, Mike. All right? Okay, Chris. Uh, I was saying that I had gone to New Orleans on vacation, and there's a big difference between New Orleans and New Jersey. Can anyone tell me what that is? Hello, I'm, caller. I'm sorry, I love New Jersey. I love New Jersey. I love New Jersey. Okay, thanks, Nubile. Wait, no, wait, wait, wait. We have something to we have something to tell you. I have to limit no, the no, amount no, of calls you're able okay, to make. Okay, okay, you can hang up on us in just two seconds. T listen to Tasha's dog. It's a special talent. Wait, he's gonna howl. He's gonna howl for you. He's coming. <laughs> He's doing it, you just can't hear him. Oh, hurry. Okay, now I'll have the ASPCA on my case. Did you hear that? I heard that, yes, thank you. Isn't that good? Bye. That's great. Hello, welcome to the air. Oh man, I was passed over for that. Passed over for what? For that, for that nubile noise. Did I pass you over? Oh, are they still on? No. Oh, uh, okay. I think all of them. You're on the air. I think they secretly want to be Amy Fisher. Anyway, you know, I, I just got to say, I saw that, well, first of all, you said that, I feel bad for New Jersey, you know, I feel bad for people ragging on New Jersey. But, but if you notice, the people who rag on New Jersey most are New Jerseyans. Oh, that's just, that's just, it's tragic, it's, it's, you know. It's a I think we take a secret sort of pride in it. It's of tragic proportions, but you know, I, I'm from Long Island too. And Wait a minute, you're not even saying it properly, say Long Island. No, no, say, but, uh, this is, that's exactly what I'm about to talk about. The best line in the Amy Fisher movie starring Alyssa Milano, you know, that's the one I, I watched more than the Drew Barrymore one. I, oh, yeah, Drew Barrymore. Boy, she's grown up nicely, hasn't she? I'll tell you, boy. But anyway, but, yeah, yeah, she's right up there with Al Gore's daughters. But anyway, uh, I saw the first, uh, the first Amy Fisher movie, a few minutes of it, and I was just appalled. Really? Do, Did do people from Long Island, do we really... Well, you know, we really do. Not me, but talk like that. Well, I think that's... I love Joey. That's I love him, and the sex was great. Well, I think I, uh, I, th I think that um, those girls from California tried their darndest to get a Long Island accent down. And who knows? Maybe that's how Amy actually talks. I, I've never heard her. But uh, no, she does talk that way. I've seen her on... Uh, the one line I heard from the Alyssa Milano version was when she was saying to uh, Mrs. Budafuco, I love your husband. <laughs> That's the one line I heard. introduced Alyssa to Jerry to Jenny Craig. What 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 happened to that situation? Hey, she beefed up for the role. 
<laughs> She's getting paid by the pound. Anyway, yeah. what was it you were going to say before we, we veered off? You were going to talk about New Jersey. Oh, uh, yeah, I just, I just say I sympathize with New Jersey. I think New Jersey is an okay state. I mean, unfortunately. I've come to realize that. Uh, unfortunately, it's got a lot of, you know, people without a lot of IQ points in it. I mean, it's actually a nice state, you know. But there's a lot of other states that have the same. Yeah, yeah. You know? I've, you know, let me let me introduce the program and then we'll talk about that. All right. Well, yeah. Just one you know, and, and one more item. I was going to say. I mean, you're going to talk about slide guitar players. So who do you like? Who's your Who's your slide guru? Oh, uh, I don't really have a slide guru because I was never all that much into it. But if I if I if I had a if you were forced me to come up with one. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Dwayne you know, Allen. I, it's no. No, that's, Dwayne's a man. Mm, it's. It's really hard to say. Maybe Johnny Winter. Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's he's a, he's a little bit harsh. He's not very lyrical, you know. He's uh-huh. kind of like a wild, drunken guy on guitar. That's kind of. You're I saying think. that like it's a bad thing. No, that's kind of cool, but it's it's limited, you know. You, yeah. I think you got to encompass. I think more. drunken and slide guitar go together really well. Yeah, it's, they kind of do. Because yeah. It's a, it's a, the slide guitar sort of sounds like a guitar that's drunk, you know. Yeah. That's a good point. There's this one guy I saw whose name I can't even remember who's absolutely incredible. I saw him one time on some TV show, and he was playing, like, a flat-top acoustic guitar and playing slide on it, and it just sounded really great. But, you, you know, slide guitar is not one of those things that I've really researched. Yeah, yeah. No, I just told you, know you, what I'm sa- you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm now, let's talk about, is it, you talking about bottleneck slide? You're talking about steel slide? You're talking, what kind of slide guitar are you talking about? Lap- laptop? Uh, yeah, you know, just well, basically, I'm you know, I'm I'm no expert. I'm just talking, you know, just you know, just the genre in general. I mean, genre. Yeah. There's yeah that, th- th- I hate th- when people use French nice words on this throw program. Out a word like that. Genre. Yeah. We we we. Okay. Uh, well, listen. Thanks for calling. Yeah. Hey, uh, talk. Tell us about New Orleans too. I will. Take thanks. care. Okay. Uh, hello. Welcome to the air. Hey, Chris. This is listener Tom. Hi, Tom. How are you? Real good. Welcome back. Thanks. I know you've been out of town for two weeks, so I don't know, don't know if you heard the uh, latest. Suffolk horror story, local news. No, no, no. What is it? Was uh, five, I think it was uh, Patchogue, five volunteer firemen got caught. Uh, burning down a building. Burned down a building, burned down a couple of cars, <laughs> burned down a whole bunch of stuff. So that could be a topic for tonight. You could tie in <laughs> male nurses that inject people with horrible drugs and try to save them. Yeah. Uh, just uh, power run amok. Power. Suffolk County power run amok, Pe- yes. People who've, people who've been put in, in uh, charge of something and really... Sort of hey, have, listen, uh, though, Tom, you know... Trade uh, the public trust. Volunteer firemen, though, I've always had a, a certain distrust for. <laughs> because uh, it reminds me always of that Flintstones episode where, you know, Fred and Barney joined the volunteer firemen so they could play cards. Well, that's just what and, they do. And when the bell goes off, that's, it really is not a fire. It's just a call to poker. Well, that's what we had in my, my town in Long Island. Yeah. and uh, The siren would go off and, uh, and everybody would leave work. And go drink and play cards. Yeah. But, you know, see, that's why they had to set these fires. People got probably got suspicious, saying, you know, every time those volunteer firemen are running around with their flashing blue lights, there's never a fire. So these guys said, time to cover our butts and set a few. We'll have some fires. Yes, we will. They were on the news. They were young guys. They were young Turks, you know, in the early 20s, out there in Suffolk County. There's something so exciting about a fire. (laughs) These guys felt so. (laughs) Thanks for calling. Thank you. Okay, so now... Hello, welcome. Bad noise. It's the bad noise. Okay, so now I can introduce the program, right? Okay, so I went to New Orleans, and um, New Orleans 
is really one of my favorite places for those of you who have never been there. It's quite the town. Just don't go during the various tourist seasons. I'll tell you why in a minute. Hello, welcome to the air. How does that other caller know that those guys were Turkish? Uh, he may have seen a picture of them. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Okay, so the thing is, the thing is, New Orleans during tourist seasons, and there's a few of them. There's the Mardi Gras season, there's the Jazz Fest season, and there's the stinking, rotten, filthy Sugar Bowl football season. And I went down to New Orleans, and you know, the Sugar Bowl to me was always something that they did on TV. It never occurred to me that it actually happened anywhere. You know, I mean, for some reason I thought. It happened nowhere. It happened in a TV set. And boy, was I wrong. I get down to New Orleans on the 24th of December. And every time I got into a cab, I would hear, in addition to, so where are you from, how long are you staying? Because the first thing the cabbies in New Orleans want to know is how much they can soak you for a ride. So if they, if they, if they ask you where you're from, say, I'm a native. I've lived here several years. Okay. And that'll, that, you know, that'll keep them from getting lost because every time I got in a cab, they got lost until finally I said, hey, you know, you guys are always getting lost. And I, I made them start taking money off the meter. But that said about New Orleans, the cab drivers are kind of a friendly, colorful lot. The second thing you find out, the second thing I found out when I got there, uh, and the second thing the cab drivers would say to me is, uh, are you here to see the game? And I would say, what game? What's going on? And then I noticed the, uh, the Alabama t-shirts everywhere and the Miami t-shirts everywhere. And I was thinking, well, you know, this is kind of strange. And then I saw the fans, the big, stupid, drunken Alabama and Miami fans everywhere. As far as the eye could see, they wandered around, not unlike some scene from a George Romero film. Basically not knowing where they were wandering to or why, but knowing that they had to kill time before the big game. See, because the big game was New Year's Day, so they showed up in town the day after Christmas and ruined my vacation. Well, they didn't ruin my vacation, but my vacation, I think, would have been a little more enjoyable. If not for the sight of those badly dressed sports fans everywhere. And add to that the fact that the Saints were having a playoff game on, on Sunday... Uh, January 2nd. And you could imagine the kind of bedlam that was going on. Hello, welcome to the air. Hey, Chris, welcome back. Thanks. This is Scott. Uh, last week, uh, who, who's the woman you follow? I forget her name. Bronwyn. Uh, they had a, a little time uh, cutting you up. What'd they say? Uh, they were wondering that in your happiness and bliss of your, uh, the fact that you found love, that uh, your show would start to go downhill because the anger seems to add an element to your uh, approach, I would I would say. Uh-huh, okay. It, it was very Well, you know, I'd like to make an appeal to anybody out there who's got a tape of this incident. Uh, I'd like to hear this for myself because I doubt that either one of those people who were cutting me up uh, well, it wasn't taped like it a, themselves. It wasn't too heavy. Okay. But it was quite interesting. Oh, because that's, you know, I mean... See, I have an unwritten rule that I tend to leave other people on this station alone, staff members. I mean, I won't talk about the person who's got a heroin problem. I mean, I won't talk about the, the cross-dresser we have on the staff. You know, I won't talk about the man who's got a gambling fixation and who's constantly borrowing money from other members of the staff. 
You know, I won't talk about the person who may or may not have committed manslaughter many years ago in another state. I won't talk about those people on the air because my unwritten code says that, you know, other staff members, you, you don't talk about them on the air. That's their personal private lives. Uh, well, you're going to have to straighten them out then. And, and the fact, the things that I know, <laughs> I forget the things that I know. It's not important what I know, but no... No, the anger is still there. Aren't you glad to know that I'm still angry? Yes, it's a, it's a good feeling inside. Thanks, thanks. Thanks for calling. Sure thing. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello, welcome to the air. Yeah, hi, this is listener Dick. Hi, Dick. How you doing? Okay. Um, I just want to ask you, what, well, I mean, you know, on the subject of New Jersey, Yes. what's up with all these guidos? What, what guidos? Which guidos? Where? The guidos that walk around with stupid baggy-looking clothes and greasy hair. And that those wrinkled, the wrinkled forehead, foreheads that, you know, they copy from Beverly Hills 90210. I don't know what's up with them because uh, I never really have talked to any of them. And maybe it's time that you approach one of them and say, hey, what's the story? Yeah. You say, hi, my name is Dick, and I'd like to speak to you if you have a moment. And then you find out directly from the horse's mouth. How's that for a suggestion? You think I should do that? I think uh, it would be a great sociological inquiry. Wow. Uh, and you could probably write a paper about it. Are you in school? Yeah. Uh, what grade? I'm a sophomore in college. Okay, so, you know, do you take any kind of uh, sociology classes? Yeah, I already took it. All right, so uh, think of some class that you could work a paper into about the Guidos of New Jersey. Yeah. And by the way, they're not Guidos, they're Cougines. Oh, okay, thank you. Okay. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Bye. Hello, welcome to the air. Hello, I'm a Guido, and I don't like all the Guido bashings that I've been hearing tonight. Okay. Okay. Thanks. I just wanted to say. So anyway, I'm in New Orleans, and there's football fans as far as the eye can see. And um, they tend to get really drunk because New Orleans is one of the few places in this country where you can get a drink 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year, regardless of whether or not it's the Christ child's birthday. They have what they call go cups there. When you're leaving a bar or an establishment that sells drinks, because a lot of these places, they don't even have bars. You just walk in and you get drinks, and you put them in a go-cup, and you go. Walking out on the streets of the French Quarter until all hours in the morning, throwing up on historical artifacts and places of historical significance. Why, you could, if you wanted to, go puke in Jackson Square in New Orleans. Doesn't that make you glow inside? Hello, welcome to the air. What was that? What would you say? You're on the air, sir. Oh, I'm sorry, Chris. Yes, hey, EJ. EJ. EJ, how are you? Good, what's going on? I'm talking about, you know, things. New Orleans. That too. Yeah. Ever been? No, but, uh, see, I, I called because you were talking about New Orleans, which is kind of funny. Um, I had a little idea to uh, sort of win back someone's heart. Okay. Let me run this up the flagpole, see if you think it's a good idea. Now, see if I salute it is what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have a certain ex-girlfriend that... Uh, is this the one I think I, I, you're talking about? We'll, we'll call her Iris, right? Okay, Iris. Yeah. Anyway, a, Iris... Um, it's a pretty name, Iris. Yeah. I don't know her real name, though. She don't like her real name. <laughs> anyway, uh, I want to I wanna sort of like uh, kidnap her for a little while and take it to uh, New Orleans. Uh-huh. 
and uh, do the craziest thing. I know I probably deserve everything I get, but I want to propose to her uh -huh. in New Orleans during the Mardi Gras. Really? Yeah. Very interesting. And I'm saving up money, and I've been hinting ever since, you know. And um, I don't know if she's going to go for it. I, I feel like just, you know, say, yeah, come come for a little ride. Come, you know, we'll go out for dinner and just, like, go across state lines and just keep going. Is she under under the legal age? No, I mean, no, okay. okay. All right, good. So transport her across the state lines and take her to New Orleans because it is a very romantic place. Is it really? When, Yeah, it is. I've never been there, so... Well, you see, it's like this. New Orleans was founded by, basically, um, it's like Australia in that it was sort of the town itself, see. Are you getting any of this, EJ? I'm fine, yeah. Okay. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where to start. Okay. The, the French and then the Spanish, see. And now... There's bars everywhere. How does that? Is, does that explain it? So if I can't, if, 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 I, if I don't propose, to, at least I can get loaded. Oh, you can get loaded over and over again, yeah. and no one will stop you or think it's strange. But uh, no, no, really, I was gonna say, like like Australia, New Orleans was founded mostly by criminals and prostitutes, more oh, than anything else. My favorite ilk of people. Yeah, right. So you take it from there. It sounds like a place I should. Uh, be. See, now, New Orleans was a big a port because it's on the Gulf of Mexico, right? right. Uh, it's actually on Lake Pontchartrain, but it's right around the corner from the, from the Gulf of Mexico. So, of course, you had, a, you had a lot of port activity going on and stuff coming down the Mississippi River. Now, the Mississippi River, this was before even they had steam, and they would float things down the river. Um, and what happened was you had all these sort of rough, seagoing sailor types who didn't have no women. Rogues. Right, rogues. And, uh, and the French who were in charge at the time, you know, the chancellors or whatever you want to call them, would write away to France. They'd write, please send women, we need women, there are no women here, kind of thing, right? So like Mars needs women. And they would empty out the prisons and send, like, the women convicts. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm, I'm really serious, you know. And, uh, and that's, who, that's who, who founded New Orleans, really, were, were rogues and prostitutes who were convicts. So, I mean, if there's any other way to start a city, I'd like to know. That's, that's, wonderful. that's a wonderful, beautiful thing. It's a, is it a very romantic city? Oh, it's, it's very romantic. It I mean, really I is. I figure if uh, I do kidnap her, and I don't think she'll press charges if I do bring her, like, uh, I mean, it's not like I'm kidnapping her, but I might take her against her will to New Orleans. You know, if I don't, uh, if I don't, if, she, if I propose and she doesn't accept, I might uh, never come back. Oh, man, that's sad. But, you know, there's plenty of things for a, a, a resourceful young guy like yourself to do down there. You could live really cheap in New Orleans, EJ. You could get an apartment, a really nice one, a better apartment than you could possibly get around here for like 180 bucks. You don't believe me, do you? No, I do believe you. Okay. And, uh... For $350, you can get an apartment with two fireplaces. Yeah. Now, of course, everything being relative... You might get a job that pays five fifty an hour. Yeah. But hey, you know, you could live pretty cheap down there. There's public transportation. I mean, I don't mind just going down there for the food and the music. It's a great town to visit, and especially, I, I really liked being there during Christmas time. They had everything, like, with the lights, and and it was weird walking around in a city where it's Christmas time and you're in your shirt sleeves, you know? Yeah. You're not wearing a jacket or anything like that. You but. didn't go for the Mardi Gras this time? No, no, no. I went for Mardi Gras last time. I figured this time I would go when there weren't too many people in town, and boy was I mistaken.
There was football fans everywhere, EJ, just like I was saying. The game. The big game. The big game. The game. You yeah. here to see the game? The game. I said, what game? What are you talking the about? The women are the game. You're the hunter. Aha. Uh-huh. See? Well, anyway, where are you calling from? Because the phone connection is really horrible. I'm calling from an addict. Okay. What are you, what are you Anne Frank now? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm serious. When you when you said New Orleans, it's, it's it struck a chord. I'm like New Orleans. I'm I'm thinking about New Orleans. Yeah. And a friend of mine just came back from Mexico, and he's saying, go to Mexico. He goes, go to this place called the Sun Pyramid. Okay, the Pyramid of the Sun. It's a it's an Aztec ruin. He goes, climb the pyramid and propose to her there. And if I say, what if she rejects? He goes, well, then throw her off. Oh, man, what a romantic friend you got. <laughs> no, I I don't know. Mexico never really appealed to me as a place to go. I don't know why. But it just never did. I just keep, I, I associate Mexico with getting ill. Well, Montezuma, yeah. Figure that one out. Okay, well, you did. That's great. All right, EJ, I got to go. But uh, my advice to you is to drive down to Mexico as fast as you can. You mean Mex- New Orleans? New Orleans. Did yeah. I say Mexico? Yeah, go to, well, go to Mexico after you propose and she accepts. And then you could drive to Mexico get married. And get ill. And get ill. Okay. How's that? And then it's all the way back up to Niagara Falls for the honeymoon. <laughs> and I'll go over the falls in a barrel. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> you have a plan. You're yeah. going to be driving all over the United States in a few months. And then I'll leave my heart in San Francisco. <laughs> okay, EJ. Yes. Uh, I think that you got a, you got a great idea, and I think you should you should just follow that follow that dream wherever that dream may lead you. Well, just like Elvis saying. If I make the front covers, uh, you'll know why. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye bye. Don't be throwing no girls off in no things. Hello, welcome to the air. Hi, is EJ a friend of yours? Yes, he is. Well. I mean, you actually are, you know, supporting this idea. Uh, wh- which idea was that? To, to, like, try to whisk this girl away and propose. Yeah, why not? Well, I mean, it sounds like she doesn't want him. You don't know that. Well, it sounded like from the beginning of the... He said something about winning her heart back. Yeah, so? <laughs> you know, you think this is a good idea? I think it's a great idea. It's, well, I think it's foolish. Anyway, what I called about was... Wait a minute, why, let's talk about <laughs> why you think it's foolish. Haven't you ever wanted to do an impulsive... Well, that Ir- irrational yeah, thing. When I was much younger and less experienced. Okay. Well, I'm not saying you know. I'm not saying I'm I'm so smart now. Isn't it sometimes but... important to look into your heart? Yeah, look into your heart. Yeah, sure, you can look into your heart and you can follow your heart, but you got to use your logic a bit too. I mean, if she's logic not... has nothing to do with emotion. I mean, if EJ's <laughs> feeling it, well, you're right. There's two parts. You can't, you, can't, you can't second guess those kinds of things. You either do it or you don't. All right, he's going to do it. She's going to say, no, this is ridiculous. And no, she might say, like, sure. She might say, sure, let's go. All right, you don't now, know. now we're the ones being logical. He should turn the radio off if he wants to follow his heart. We're the ones talking logic. She's not going to say, sure. If she's not interested now, why is an expensive trip to Mexico no, going to Mexico, change your mind? New Orleans. <laughs> Whatever. Right, the pyramids of New Orleans. Why... Would that change your mind? She might say to herself, you know, EJ likes me enough to actually <laughs> take me to New Orleans. Has this any, is great. Has any woman ever actually done that? Or has any woman ever said, oh, gee, he, he, he paid, he sold his car and paid for this expensive ring. He must really love me. Now I can marry him. Hey, listen, well, I don't know. I know you don't know. What are you know. asking me? I'm, I'm well... You're, you know, you're suggesting this to your friend. I mean, what do you think now? No, no, no. He suggested it to me, and I said I thought it was a good idea. Right. Well, it's silly. So? 
Okay. All right. I've just given my opinion. Anyway, I want to confirm what that guy said, that Bronwyn said you were a phony. Oh, really? We'd get on the radio every week and talk about how, you know, blah, 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 this girl isn't like me and all this, and I'm depressed and everything. She said you were picking up babes left and right. Every week you'd be going out with somebody new. She wouldn't even, couldn't even keep track of which girl you liked, you know? It sounded to me, as a listener, that there was this one girl you were focused on for a couple years, you know? Uh-huh. And she said you were just dating all over the place, and it was just a big act. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what well, she said. this is really news to me. Well, there you go. I'll have to remember this next time I'm sitting home on a Friday night. I'll have to remember everything Bronwyn said. Her and, and Mr. Bronwyn. I hope she's listening. I would like to her to call in and discuss this with No, no, no. She's in her car somewhere, probably. But that's quite all right. Listen, I mean, I, once again, I have, to, I have to go back to what I said earlier. It's really my policy not to discuss other people in, in, in any kind of light. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's flattering or not flattering. Or, and if Bromwyn and Fabio, you know, want to get on the air and talk about my personal life and how it's changed and, and talk about what a phony I am, that's okay by me. I can't, I can't stop them. Right. Uh, there's nothing I can do about it. But it will go into your personal uh, into relationship with her, won't it? No, I, no? I, I love Bronwyn. I think Bronwyn's great. great. Bronwyn's one of the greatest people I've met in the last 10 years, probably the greatest. Mm-hmm. And I think well, that, I, uh, I, you know, she's, I, I haven't met her, but I would have to agree. I mean, from what I've heard on the radio, she's terrific. There's many a time I've thought of, um, you know, doing away with her husband and putting her in a car and driving her to New Orleans now, <laughs> during Mardi Gras. You see, that's what made me think that she might have been the girl you were talking about. No, no, no. I thought I, it was I, a I don't, far-fetched, see, but... I, I, no, it's... Uh, no, that's that's not true. Not that it's any of my business, really. No, it's everybody's business. <laughs> if my personal that. life is everybody's <laughs> business. That's what I'm here to t- discuss. <laughs> really? But you won't you won't usually admit that openly. You pretend it's it's not your show. It's everyone else's. No, no, show. no. But I, I talk freely about my personal life. You see, true. The, the only time I don't is really when it involves somebody else who may not may not want to be talked right. about. Right. That makes sense. Who who is on heroin? Oh, I can't talk about that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, thanks for calling. All right, so 201-678-7743 is the phone number here. Hello, welcome to the air. What a bunch of tattletales. What a bunch of snotty little tattletales all your listeners are. I know, right? They keep calling up, you know, I mean... If you should have heard what Fabio was saying about you. You should have heard what Fabio was saying about you. Makes me want to puke. Meanwhile, you know? like the day I got back, I called up Bronwyn, and she told me everything she said about me. She seems like the kind of woman that would do that. If she's got yeah. something to say, she's going to say it to your face. She doesn't need all your listeners to come back to no, you and go, oh. No. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I'm not so sensitive. No, that... you're, you've got a thin crust, man. You're a hardened you're a hardened guy. I can tell that. That's true. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So I could care less what Bronwyn says. Right. I mean, it, it doesn't, you know, it, it, it in the great big picture, it doesn't mean a hell of a lot, you know? Yeah, of course it doesn't. I mean, okay. you, you can't let anything like that. I mean, who, who can? I got bigger fish to fry. There you go. That's my like slogan. It. That's my slogan for '93. I found it. Yeah, that and my my favorite was is a Sinatra line. That's the, he always used to say. I got I got tougher. I got chunks of tougher guys than you in my stool. What was this? I got chunks of tougher guys I don't think than you, you I, in okay, my stool. I, okay, yes, yeah, Sinatra's a kind of classy guy who would say something like that. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I, no, listen, I I believe you. And that's hopefully the last time Frank Sinatra will be mentioned on my program. <laughs> Fair Any mentions of Frank Sinatra should be directed to Glenn Jones on this very same radio station, Sundays from t- noon to 3. I can't have it. 
hang with that show. I'm a faithful listener otherwise, but I can't hang with that show. Man. You know, I've only been, you know, I've been, I've been doing my show now for 40 minutes. Yeah. And boy, is my head hurting. Okay, thanks for calling. Uh, 201-678-7743 is the phone number here. I don't know if I ever got around to uh, the original objective here, which was to compare the people of the Southland to the people of New Jersey. Um, and it's funny because whenever they would find out you were from New Jersey, they would say it like that. New Jersey. Hello, welcome to the air. This is Chris. Uh, no. Who's this? Oh, okay, this is delay. Hold on, I'm going to uh, Chris? Yes. Hi. Hi. Uh, actually, I didn't want to stop you because you just got back into this, um, this, this New Orleans discussion. It's actually... No, that's quite all right. We, we could speak. All right, but... Speak you, freely. Well, I just wanted to let you know that, you know, I'm getting these, like, hot flashes as we talk about this New Orleans here. Really? Yeah. Um, I recently had a bad experience there, and, uh, it's just kind of what, getting it into me. Can you discuss it at all? I can, but, you know, it involves, uh, uh one of those old relationships, you know, and I was actually wondering if maybe you would share some of this stuff that's going on. We, we're, I'm, it's new to me. I actually haven't heard the show for a while. Uh, share what kind of stuff? Well, someone said that they, someone that you're running around with somebody new here. Who said that? Well, someone called in just earlier, didn't they? Maybe. I don't know. But Chris, and you just said that you're, you don't have a problem sharing. You know, I said I don't have a problem sharing, but then I added a little caveat. And the caveat was that I don't talk about other people in my life. But, you know, you don't have to mention names, but yeah, I would but really I, love to hear something from you, just, you know, like a little bit about what's going on in your life, and I actually haven't heard you talk about that before. Well, in the last two weeks, I got married, I settled down, I had a few kids, I bought a house in the country, uh, started my own business. Slowly. What? Well, you work slowly. I'm making up for lost time. Uh-huh. No, I... I, I I just don't, I don't want to discuss this, I guess. I guess I, I'm going to have to say I don't want to discuss this. Wow, okay. Well, um, can I just tell you that I, I really actually was thinking of considering blowing New Orleans up. Why? It's, it just leaves a real bad taste in my mouth, you know. There's somebody down there that's, that ruins everything, and I think if I ru- ruin Ruined everything for you, you mean? Yeah, or? I've actually let it get to that point. Okay, was this a I, man? An idiot man-child? Well, it was, actually. <laughs> okay, so now... You tell us a little bit because you're anonymous. Tell us a little bit about this situation. No, uh, I, 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 I want to know. You want to but actually, I, I need to share. I can I'll share, share something. You, you share something with me, and I'll share something with you. All right. Um, well, what do you want to know now? I want to know what this, well, first of all, were you, like, uh, was this a significant other? It was, actually. Now, what, 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 ha- what happened? Were you living in New Orleans or visiting? I was not. Actually, the one time that I actually visited, I had a great time. Uh, my car was broken into. And, uh, but now it just isn't the same. You know, he's down there, he's dirtied the whole thing up. I, I, I can tell even you had a bad time because there was uh, a lot of people down there. You weren't. Nah, I, was, I wasn't going to let those people ruin my vacation. Okay. Well, the thing is, is that I, I just feel like if I get rid of the whole place, and since he's down there, that it would just sort of take care of everything. But. Okay, but take care of what? Take it's care a of, of him. It's a mystery wrapped in a riddle inside an enigma. And, uh, you know. But what did he do to deserve being taken care of? Well, tell me, have you ever been hurt in your life? Oh, uh, many times. You have? Many, I... many times. Okay. And is, is there anything, I mean, you know, it's one of those kind of situations. Okay, but he hurt you by 
doing what? Just refusing your, your... I mean, he didn't want to be involved with you? Is that it? Is that how he hurt you? No, did that's he, not it. Did he dump you? <laughs> no. But see, now you're being so vague. I, I, I can't guess. I am guess. being vague, but it's one of those things. It's like, I don't really want to get into it, but I... You know, you're talking about New Orleans, and I just wanted to let you know that but there's some people out there who person, hate New Orleans. What did and, this person do? Um, just... Chris, well, could, why don't you start first, and then I'll go. Just something. Just something about, you know, what's going on in your life. It's exciting. I would want to know. I'll let you listen to it. Just what's, something, Chris. You know, come on. What's going on in my life? Yeah. Um, Are you happy? I, I don't know. Okay. I have to be honest about that. I think. Who knows uh, so, then, Chris? Well, see, sometimes I'm pretty sure that everything is 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 really good with uh, this person that I'm sort of seeing, and then sometimes I think it's not really good. Sometimes okay, so that's pretty because, normal. Yeah, because okay. I'm I'm sort of off base. It's not like anything is really on a sort of firm firm ground or anything. Has so. it been a long time for you, or you know? <sighs> no. 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 So they were right. Who was right? Well, they were saying that you were you know you couldn't figure it out you you were falling in love with somebody day to day. Who, who said what? Well, weren't said? you just in a conversation? Someone was saying that you're falling in love with people day to day. Whatever, depending on what there's bar you are so, in. There's been so much misinformation there about me been. at this I'm point really that sorry. I feel I, I feel like Amy Fisher. So <laughs> I'm beginning to understand how Wait, Amy so Fisher. So I do want to hear this tape though. I'm, I'm going to get off. I got to save it till I got to save it till next week until I find out what is going on in your life. But you know, I have one question though. You said that you said that you had this tape about Amy Fisher. Yes. Obviously, you haven't heard it because you said you didn't. You've never heard her voice. No, I. That's not true. Well, what's the truth now? The truth, what the truth is, uh-huh. I mean, I've I've heard her voice. Right. Okay, but her voice. How do I put this without making it sound really stupid? I guess it just—it's not something that stays in my memory. It, it, I don't consider it a very memorable voice at all. It doesn't seem—it mm. doesn't seem to me like she speaks a lot different than other people I know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because you're also from there. You're from well, there. I mean, people from here talk that way, too. People right. where I work talk like Amy Fisher. Mm-hmm. It's just that they, they have very lazy speech patterns. Mm-hmm. They're not very, they're not, they don't enunciate. They don't feel very, very, you know, they don't feel very good about the English language. So this is a, just a sort of a blanket statement you're making here, or? I, and what I'm saying is Amy Fisher. Oh, you know what? Someone's ringing my bell. I gotta go. Oh, my God. But it was really nice talking to you. Bye. Goodbye. Well, suddenly everybody wants to know about about me and and I don't like that this program once again is not about me it's about you at 201-678-7743 New Orleans let's see hello welcome to the air knock knock who's there bang bang Amy Fisher That's a very good Amy Fisher joke. I like that. Hello, welcome to the air. Yeah, uh, just wanted to talk about something. Sure. Huh? Yes? Oh, okay. On the air? This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. The number here is 201-678-7743 if you'd like to talk. Yes, on the air. That's the direct line. Hello, welcome to the air. Hi, how you doing? Ha ha ha. Oh my, you have been subjected to undue harassment this evening, I must say. People grilling you on the air about your personal affairs. 
Yeah, you know, the last time this happened, see, this is weird because I was in a car not too long ago with this person who turned to me and said, so you're Chris T. And I said, yeah. And they said, oh, you know, my roommate called you up one time on the air and asked you about this girl you had dumped. <laughs> and he, like, he, he, he interrogated you. He put you on the spot. And I, I remember then feeling very flustered, you know, because I remembered the phone call. And I remember thinking, well, I, I don't really care that much about myself talking about myself on the air, but I don't want to drag this other person into it. That's right. And without... individuals being dragged through the mud on major media. Well, it's it's not even... it's. See, the other person, I, if I had gone to the other person and said, is it okay if we talk about what happened, if I talk about what happened with you, is that okay with you? And they said, sure, go ahead. I have no problem with that. I'd say, okay. But I don't feel it's right, and I don't feel up to it. I don't feel up to discussing somebody else. That's true. We all we all out here on this end of the radio fall into that vast void of anonymity, which you do not share. That's true. See, now, yeah. because I can get into a car and people can say, so you're Chris T. I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, and then they pull out a pocket knife and start stabbing me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Satan told me to get you. As long as they said, I hate you three times, just like that. I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. <laughs> and then began stabbing me, everything would be okay. Right, but what if they only did it two times? Oh, no. I'd be very uncomfortable with just, I hate you, I hate you. Yeah, it doesn't, it just doesn't. It, yeah. And just one single hate you would never be enough. No, are you kidding? The, the universe would implode. I, mean, I uh, hate you. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why. I mean, people say, why won't you talk about this? First of all, there's nothing to talk about. That's Secondly... Right. Like I said, it involves another person who may or may not want to be spoken about, and I don't even care if it's anonymously. Mm -hmm. You know, that person knows who that person is. That's right. Yeah, why? Why? They might even be listening. I think people like, you know, I, I, God love them. I love Bronwyn and I love Fabio in his own special way. But I think they get some sort of perverse kick out of talking about other people on the air. <laughs> I think it really, it, it, it fuels yeah. it fuels some inner part of them that they, they don't know how else to scratch, some itch mm -hmm. they, they need to get to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah some type of uh, dis dysfunctional need to, uh, to, to, to... To knock me down a peg or two if they see me acting, you know, happy. Yeah. <laughs> so That's there you right. have it, ladies and gentlemen. I think we've gotten to the bottom of it finally. I made the royal mistake of acting happy in front of Bronwyn. Oh. And, or, and or Fabio, so they thought, well, let's take him down a peg. I hope you learned your lesson. I hope they're listening. I will yeah. never act happy in front of them again. From now on, I'm Mr. Gloom and Doom. You yeah. can call me Gloomy Gus from now on. <laughs> I'm no longer Chris T. Or sad. How about Sad Sack? No, I don't like that as much as Gloomy Gus. I mean, how about uh, Depressed De Palma? You could change your last name and you can uh, pretend you're from Brooklyn and... Yeah, okay, thanks. Thanks for calling, by the way. Oh, no, I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want what, to talk about it. What did you want to talk about? I didn't about? want to clear the, give you a chance to clear the, I mean, I did not. I wanted to talk about New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, because I'm thinking of going there with my girlfriend over the break. I want to know if I should should waste my time. Over what break? Um, February. I get a week off from work in February. Oh, cool. So, yeah, that's a good romantic time to go. It's the, uh, they're just gearing up for Mardi Gras then. And uh, you can go and uh, have a have a, a lot of funny food. Is it rec recommended by Chris T? Uh, it's highly recommended. I plan to make a, a regular pilgrimage to New Orleans. Uh, okay. I plan to get down there once a year if I can. Oh, okay. so, will they roll out the sponge carpet for us if I say I'm a friend of Chris T's? You, you allowed to why? Will they roll out the sponge carpet if I say? No, I'm a but of I can tell you a few places to stay on the cheap. Yeah. 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 Where? I can't tell you now. Oh, okay, I'll call back before I go then. I can't tell you on the air. Hello, thanks. Okay, Bye. Thanks. Hello, hello, thanks. Hello, hello. Yes. Chris. Yes. 
got a New Orleans joke for you. Okay, these two guys walk into a bar in New no, Orleans. No, no, Chris. No. How do you make a hormone in New Orleans? I don't know how. You don't pay her. Okay, thanks for calling. Hello, welcome to the air. Hi, uh, this is Seno. Hello. And uh, I want to talk about this girl at the mental hospital I go to. Okay, what about her? Um, well, I made her a tape, and she said she doesn't like DRE. She likes K-Rock. You know, kid, you got a hell of a knack for killing a conversation. Hello, welcome to the air. Yes, Chris. Jimbo! Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Yeah, it was great to hear you on the air again. On our phone lines now, ladies and gentlemen, Jim Ryan, cartoonist. Yeah, now that you've squashed my anonymity, okay. Um, Jim, you're not anonymous on this program. You could never be. Everyone knows true. your voice. That's true. Um, so I, I already heard you had a good time, but is it true what they say in um, in that book, Confederacy of Dunces? That uh, New Orleans is the Hoboken on the... Yeah, that the accent is the same? Uh, no, I, I never found it such. Uh-huh. I, I, don't, I don't think so. New, New Orleans accent is a little softer. Uh-huh. You know. Um, but it's got the Irish and the, uh, the... Yeah, it's it's sort of derived from the same places, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely true, yeah. Huh. And the politics are just as corrupt as just Hudson as corrupt. County. <laughs> and the neighborhoods are just as clicky. You know what they're doing in New Orleans now that's got everybody up in arms? They're bringing a casino in. They want to build the world's largest casino down by what they call Riverwalk, which is just off of the French Quarter. On like near Canal Streets and uh, St. Peter's Streets. Well, I and think that's that's good because there just aren't enough ways to go wrong in that town. I know, right? It's not like Sin City yet. Yeah. Right? But the thing is, is they didn't even let people vote on this. They didn't let anybody in New Orleans have a say in the matter. The state legislature of of, uh, of Louisiana just rammed it through that uh -huh. you're you're going to have this casino. And now, I mean, forget about it. I mean, once they want to have this thing in place by 1995. Uh-huh. And I think after that point you won't want to visit New Orleans. So it may it may be best for you to go now. Mhm. Mm because once they have a a, a a casino there, think of how strategically located that is. That casino. I mean, you, for all those people who previously have gone to Las Vegas or you know would have gone to uh Atlantic City. Atlantic City or would have gone where else do they have gambling? Well, they have gambling in Biloxi, believe it or not. Alabama's got gambling. You can Colorado, go, their town in Colorado. I'm they sure. want to start introducing uh river boats again, you know, gambling where there's gambling on the on the Mississippi. Mhm. Mm what is I you know, this is so weird, man, because uh Well, the t the state is broke. Oh, that's true, but I mean Yeah. But it's it's funny because the state gets their money back because what they do is when they down down there, the, the supermarkets that you go into, because I had to get a couple of Western Union uh, wiregrams, money, you know. And I went into this, um, there's, a, there's a chain of supermarkets called Canal Villa Ray. Mm -hmm. 
when I first saw the sign, I was on this streetcar and the sea was obscured by a tree and I thought it said Anal Villa Ray. And I was like, what a bizarre place. So I go to Canal Villa Ray. And it was disappointing when she went inside. I thought it was all such great things. I thought it was all products for the anus. <laughs> yeah. Suppositories, floor seven. Yeah. Uh, so I go into Canal Villa Ray. And it, does the line you get on to cash your government check, be it a welfare check, be it an unemployment check or whatever, is the same line you buy lottery tickets on. They don't separate these two shopping. things. Right, so these people were cashing their checks and buying $40 worth of lottery tickets. But does the so line the state snake give along it, the liquor counter? Yes. It does. The, the I liquor, knew it. I knew it, it. it. It takes you right past the liquors and cigarettes. Uh-huh. So it's great because you cash your check, you get your lottery card, you get your uh, your hooch and your smokes, and you're done. You're back at home. Mm-hmm. And you've blown half of your government money. It's gone right back to the government in the form of taxes and, and lottery money. They got a great system down there. Mm-hmm. Maybe they should introduce this to Hudson County, huh? I think in my neighborhood they already have. Yeah. But, I mean, so that's the thing. New Orleans does have a lot in common with uh, with uh, Hudson County in, in those terms. <laughs> now, whether or not the neighborhoods are cliquish, I don't know. You know, they, they are definitely segregated. And I don't mean by color, by wealth, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, you you. But there, there are also big ones for street processions, like they are in Hoboken. That's true. Yeah, they There's got a, a lot famous of second line down there. They got a lot of that stuff. Yeah. But overall, I think there's. I, I mean, I can't. I can't say bad things about it. I really liked it down there, and I've been. I want to go. I, I've been there twice, and I, I enjoyed it both times. So mm-hmm. I can't say I can't knock it that much. Yeah. So. So if that's, I don't know if that's a glowing review, but... It sounds like you had a better time this time than the last one. Yeah, I did. Okay. Thanks for calling, Jim. All right, I'll see you. I gotta go. I'll see It's almost the end of the show here. Hello, welcome to the air. Yeah, hi. I also wanted to add about, to your conversation about gambling. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say my name, but, uh, my father was recently, uh, let's say, uh, not fired, but uh, let go by the New York Daily News. He had written a, um... Atlantic City column, which has to do with gambling, pretty much for twenty, about twenty years, and uh, I just wanted to get that in. Uh, I think, you know, I don't. I'm only sixteen. I don't have any, uh, you no know, objections to gambling. Okay. And uh, I mean, gambling's not good. You know, gambling isn't good. I, I whenever I go with my father to Atlantic City, I see people putting a hundred dollars a pop at certain hotel casinos. There's like slot machines that are a hundred dollars each, twenty dollars, twenty-five. Okay. Well, that's not a good thing, and I'm a gin it. And yeah. what I'm, I'm a gin it. What I'm saying is, if you're gonna gamble, have like a little uh, nickel ante poker game every now and then. That's the only way you should gamble because you lose maybe five dollars, but in the night you have a lot of fun. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks for calling. Final call of the evening. Hello. Welcome to the air. Yes, hello. Um, did you buy your Elvis stamps today? No, I didn't. You didn't? You missed out? Yeah, I know. Oh, you didn't care, did you? No, I didn't. Thanks for calling. Okay. All right, that's it. Fabio is here next on this uh, very same radio station. It's 7 o'clock on WFMU, Uppsala College, East Orange. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. But God saying no. I'd see you for what you really are!
Fabio. And it doesn't matter if you call me Fabio. <laughs> <laughs>